The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. everybody welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment ron's not here yet so we'll introduce him in a minute he's running behind and so we'll start off with introducing our our man behind the boards mr chad murphy what's up chad what's going on jimmy star of course ron russell's tardy once again huh Mm. He absolutely is. We've had such a busy week, and we're doing like remodeling of our kitchen. And besides that, we went to two red carpet premieres, and we've just been freaking busy, dude. Like it's been running around wild, and he has no idea that he's late. I'm sure, but he didn't get into the shower till like twenty to twelve, so I'm sure he'll be here any minute. In the meantime, it's me. You got Jimmy Star. Yay! Hello. What's up, everybody? We got a chat room full of people. B. Claudia from Germany is here. We have uh uh, let's see, Jimmy B. Claudia, we have Illy Roos from uh, Estonia, and we have Tristan from Australia, and the thing's going by too fast, I can't see everybody. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. We got a great show for you today. We have former Playmate model turned actress Suzanne Stokes coming on, and then we have acting coach, teacher, and actor Barry Pappick coming on, both are friends of Thomas Churchill, our director friend, who we hung out with this weekend, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, the weather here is beautiful. It's only going to be like 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 a hundred today. <laughs> What's the weather like, Chad, in Florida? Eh, it's probably well. Actually, it was nice this morning. We did have blue skies and white fluffy clouds, but now, of course, like I said every week on your show, them gray clouds are starting to rolling in. We do have a chance of thunderstorms coming. It's like an afternoon thing, right? Yeah, it's usually a summer three to three thirty thing here in Wellington. We get the old dark clouds and the rain. I mean, rain's a good thing. You know, it waters the ground, keeps stuff clean, and gives us flowers and stuff. But yeah, it's it can get old. It's nice to not have it all the time, though. We don't hardly ever get it. I think it rains here like three times a year. I think it's rained two times here and for like ten minutes. It never rains it. in California. I guess never rains out there. Well, in never Palm in Springs the desert either. in California. Yeah, we had lightning, though. We had a beautiful lightning show the other night that was amazing of all the lightning, but it didn't rain. Yeah, the desert, I hear, gets a lot of beautiful lightning storms at night and stuff like that. It really does, yes, absolutely. And Ron is just walking in the door. Which he'll be coming in any minute, everybody. And uh, hello, everybody else. Wow, here I am. What do he, you want? He's blending into the couch. Yes, he's blending I into the couch. I didn't have my mic up. I told him, what do you want for nothing? Me to be on time? Pay me, I'll be on time. Really? Anyway, it's a mess here. I told him that you were doing, redoing the kitchen. The kitchen, and we it's a mess. I had to scrape glue off the floor, glue? laying there like I had a stroke. If anybody walked in, they thought I was dead, laying on the floor, scratching. 
the glue off the wooden floor. Oh, it was amazing. What a mess. You know, it's nice to be super rich. You get in your airplane and you fly to Paris. You have lunch with a very big friend. While that's happening, they're ripping your kitchen apart and making it magnificent. And then you fly home from Paris. There you are. It's gorgeous. And you have a cocktail party. It's such a bullshit life. My life is rough. Yeah, he's got it really rough. <laughs> Let me put my earphones in so I could hear. He's got it really rough, Chad. <laughs> Looks like it's really rough on him. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's true that we don't get to go fly to Europe and let somebody else fix the kitchen. But oh, well, what are you going to do? Crime First here. of all, if he had anybody here, and anytime anybody comes here to do anything, he has a heart attack that anybody's in his house. So, so stop so complaining. A, so, that's right. So it's like a, well, it's a lose do, lose. You know, they do a shitty job today. Years ago, we had craftsmen, mostly Italian and German people that were artists. I mean, they came in, they did work that was man magnificent and neat and clean and perfect. Today, the people come in, they fix this with a two by four, they make a hole in the other wall. I mean, then they leave it. They say, it's not my, <laughs> not my fault. Oh, I didn't shave. They leave the I hole there for like three weeks. You can change when we play music. Hey, goddess, goddess is in the chat. I'm not finished. Okay. Don't, don't rush me today. Mm. I just got my script. For the movie I'm making in a couple of weeks, maybe a week or two, I play a Las Vegas minister who marries people. Now, kids, can I run with that one? I'm going to be so friggin' outrageous in it that it's going to be my comedy debut of marrying people in a Las Vegas, those cheesy, horrible, dumpy joints that people get married in. It's a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy. Can I say the name? Um, no. I can't tell you the name. I don't, do you know the name? Yeah, I do know the name, but oh. I'm not going to say no, it. No, I don't say it. I don't, you know, this is bullshit in the business. Years ago, when you were making a movie, you told the world. Today, it's don't mention it, don't say a word. Well, you haven't signed the contracts, yeah. and so, like, if you don't get it, then there's a problem. You well, I don't care. Of course I'm getting it. They wrote the freaking thing for me, especially with my style. I, I play a gay minister, maybe a suspicious gay minister. They're not quite sure which ball team I play for. That's one of the lines in it. How which many, how many scenes they give you? What? How many scenes they give you? A lot. I got like fifty-eight lines. Really? Yeah, I got, cool. I'm, I mean, he's like a, a major bit. character. Right on. Yeah, I'm marrying a, a. I can't tell you the story, but it's really. I love it. <clears throat> you know, my first film out since that Crocodile movie I made a couple of years ago. That was a winner. Well, <laughs> this one's going to be a winner because. Wait a sec. Let's, let's, let's Sorry. That. that was funny though. <laughs> this one is going to be good. All right. I'm I'm going to post my work in Croca on Facebook so everybody can see that I did a fine, fine performance as a tough Brooklyn cop. You did good. Which is yeah, which is easy. He was good in it. Just yeah. everybody else sucked. But the, we know why. Nobody was an actor. Everybody was. Uh, he picked him in the street. Hi, you want to give him my film? And yeah. you can't do that because it was difficult for me when they weren't feeding me energy lines or or doing what they were supposed to do. It was very difficult for me to work it. So I had to sort of improvise it and rewrite the whole film. <laughs> anyway, this film is great. Sadie Katz has written it. With, what's his name? The other guy who's fabulous. Min Collins. Min Collins, who's outrageously great. And it's getting distributed by Lionsgate. And Lionsgate is distributing it. So it's They're not good. a crappy, junky film. It's a really good, good film. I read this script. And I got to tell you, I wish it could be out by Halloween. Because it is the movie to watch Halloween evening. Clowns, they scare the hell out of me. And these clowns will scare the hell out of you. 
So we'll have to wait until the movie is done, and then we'll review it. You're getting all kinds of <laughs> congratulations in the chat room, and one of the people well, in the chat room is Church. What's up, Thomas Churchill? You guys are a friend who's a director, actor, producer, writer. Badass, and we went to go see a clown movie with him this weekend called Clown Motel, a horror movie premiere, red carpet premiere in L.A. And I wish Churchill would let me say, I'm in Churchill's movie, too, that we're shooting in January, another movie, but I don't know if I'm allowed. No, you're not allowed to say My God, I got all these titles I can't say. But anyway, I've got like four films coming up, so it should launch my career again, which says, at 78 years old, you're as good as brand new, and you could work so those of you out there who say, oh, I'm so old, I'll never make it, baloney, you'll always make it if you have talent. There you go. And chutzpah, you got to want to go and do they it. They all say do they don't do look it. at clown movies. Clown movies, this is going to be a comedy clown movie. You guys are going to love it. It stars Sadie Katz. It's a spoof. Everybody loves Sadie Katz. It's a spoof on the, on the uh, clown movies that really stink. It's going to be great. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I think so. We'll see. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for tuning in. Um all is good all is fun and church we're happy to see you here you guys and our two guests today suzanne stokes and barry papik were both referred to uh, the jimmy star show with ron russell by thomas churchill he's tuning in to hear about his friends and he's going to love it because they're going to be great who's thomas churchill ha 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 hey tommy when you're going to come out you got to come and visit <laughs> i got to make you your clams again your, your, your linguine and clam sauce but small portions <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a diet now because, you know, you photograph fat, so I have to lose 10 or 15 pounds before we shoot because I don't want to say, oh, my God, look at that fat old man all full of wrinkles. What the hell is he doing up there? Anyway. That's funny. I love it. Um, okay, so I'm writing in. So we went to two red carpets, you guys. We only got five minutes, and we got to call our guest. But we went to see Clown Motel Saturday night in L.A., and it was uh, – uh, Thomas Churchill and Ron and I, we had a good time. We met Alyssa Dowling. We had a great time. Uh, Ron was having a very good time, and it was uh, not the same kind of crowd that we had when we went to the Betrayed premiere at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Um, everybody was like tattoos and spears and and uh, like platform but shoes, and hook- Ron had a blast. I hooked up with all the pornographic people, the girls and boys <laughs> that made porno films. Guy sitting next to me, I said, oh, you're in porno films? He said, yes, and my wife is also. And his wife was this gorgeous, white, blonde, sexy tomato. And I said, oh, that's nice. And I thought to myself, oh, well, at least, you know, he's not gay. He's not going to grab me, which I wish. But And then he said, but I'm bisexual, so I moved the seat over. <laughs> I'm married. I don't play around. He was young and handsome and cute. You know, those porno guys are hung. So it was everything inviting. But I said, no, no, no. You behave, Ron. You behave. Go one seat over. Well, Clown Motel was pretty good for an indie film. It was pretty good for an indie film. And uh, it takes place in Clown Motel, which is an actual haunted hotel in, where is it, in Las Vegas? Arizona. In Arizona. Or I forgot. Somewhere in Look Arizona. it up. Google it up. But it's a real haunted place. And they actually stayed there when they filmed it. And some of the actors in it were really, really good. And it had a few actors everybody knows, Ari Lehman from uh, Friday the 13th and uh, Tony Moran from Halloween. And let's see. Well, my review, I need some my, other people. My review on it was it's the same old, same old. You know, like 11 people go somewhere, one by one they get killed, whose head comes off, whose tits come off, whose arm comes off, whose leg comes off, whose dick comes off. They all get killed little by little. The only difference on this one was one of the pig clowns, it was a pig, big fat guy, pig with a pig nose, screwed one of the guys (laughs) to death. He butt banged him and killed him. 
Now, was I happy with that? Not exactly, because I thought it was kind of... No, he didn't kill him, though. Well, he was dead, dear. He wasn't alive. No, they brought him out in a wheelchair, and that's when they killed him. Oh, they, yeah. Well, he banged him, and then they put him in a wheelchair. And he banged him, and then they changed it to look like it was he was having sex with a piece of ham. <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, whoever wrote that, really, <laughs> really and truly. But anyway, I mean, I thought... Um, Churchill liked the lady with the torpedo boobs, too. Oh, torpedo! She owns tits? the biggest. She owned like the biggest porn shop and sex shop in the world in the United States or she something. She had gigantic knockers out there in a push-up leather thing that they were almost nipples showing. And I took a picture with my head on, like almost in between them. And the caption was, "Oh God, if these babies explode, I'm dead." <laughs> and then the other one was where she's standing there with her boobs sticking out like, gut like bombs. And I wrote, "If a guy tries to grab these, I yell, fire one, fire two. And then he's dead. My torpedoes will get Chad, it. Chad, was hilarious. She was sitting three rows in front of us, and when she sat down, she couldn't see over her boobs. Like because the corset pushed her tits <laughs> up, up to her chin. So now her, her <clears throat> chin is between her cleavage. It was a riot. Those girls were fabulous, and I love them. Let me tell you, porno people are so cool because they're so open-minded. They don't uh, have any they're kind of... They're not judgmental. They nah, don't have hang-ups. they have no kind of hang-ups, no kind of anything. You know, they have sex with anything that moves. And they're happy about it. And I like them. Those girls were really sweet. Matter of fact, some of them, I think two or three of them Facebooked me. So now we're buddies on Facebook, which I'm glad. You gotta because, like you know, to be a snob, uh, everybody in film, F-I-L-M, it's called film, is my friend. I don't care what kind of film. But if you're in film, you're my friend. Also, you guys were trying to build, a, Churchill and I are trying to build our Instagram, so please go on to Instagram and follow Thomas J. Churchill, and I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr. Ron's on there, too, but he doesn't go on it very often, but he's Ron Russell's show. And, too many uh, people. I got to like this one, yes, that one, blow this one. I mean, hey, too, much, too much work. You can see, though, all the great, cool, fun things we get to do, so follow us all on Instagram. Chad, are you on Instagram? Wait, I didn't get in there. <coughs> okay. You didn't invite me into that bullshit. I interviewed... Oh, we're going to tell him that into the break in between the two people because we're running out of time. Oh, my director just informed me. I have to shave anyway. Look how horrible I look with a white beard. I look like an old goat. No, Father you don't. Father time. Father time. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try and get our first guest on the line. Chad, does she look like she's on the line? Um, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Yes. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. We're going to play some music. While we're playing some music, we're going to get our first guest, the lovely and talented Suzanne Stokes, on the line. And uh, here's what we're going to play. We're going to play Gabe Lopez featuring Belinda Carlisle, the brand-new single. It's called California Blues. Enjoy, everybody, and we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I want to take 
There you go. Hey, what's up, everybody? So that was Gabe Lopez featuring Belinda Carlisle from the Go-Go's, and the name of the song was California Blues. Now we have our first guest on the line. I want to make sure everybody can hear Suzanne just say something. Hi. Hey, there we go. We can hear. All right, now we're going to do a formal introduction. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Suzanne Stokes. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Let me introduce you. I'm going to introduce you, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. If you marry me, I promise I will never go to bed with a man again, <laughs> and I will be faithful to you forever. Because hey, you, you can I like make, it. Let's get married. You could turn a gay man. You could turn a gay man straight. <laughs> oh my God! Look at you. You're so ugly. <laughs> And fat. Yeah, right. Take me to the chapel, baby. And flat chested. She said, "Take me to the chapel, baby." Oh, look at her. <laughs> are you the girl? Are you the girl we're interviewing? That's in Playboy magazine. Uh, yes. Oh my God! What issue? It was. Uh, it was February. And, and February two thousand. And did you show? You don't wait, look like. On. Did you show all? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> every every all you. Oh, horny guys out there. Go, go get February 2000. <laughs> Churchill's going to be on the head of the line. <laughs> Actually, yeah. say hi. Ch Churchill's in the chat room. Say hi to Churchill. 
Hi, Churchill. What's up? Yay. Churchill, don't you think she should be in one Love of these movies? He's, he might be putting her in one, maybe. Yeah, put her in a movie <laughs> that I'm in. I want to be in the same movie. <laughs> anyway, we have... Wait, we, wait, I want to play, gotta, I wanna play her father who, who was a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. All right, so so uh, Suzanne, we got to say hi to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, Suzanne, the one and only Suzanne Stokes. Welcome. Hello, how are you? Doing good. Now, Chad, 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 Chad. And then we got a chat room full of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. And literally, we have like every country represented, so say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hello, guys. There you how go. You? you got to like love it. Now, Chad, the truth. Do you have eye strain? <laughs> She's, she's getting my eyes a little bit. Yeah, she's a beaut. She's a beaut. I mean, is she not gorgeous? So first of all, wait, she's prettier than a Barbie doll. Barbie dolls should look as good as. Her. I don't even understand how you could have been in Playboy in 2000, which was 18 years ago, and you don't yeah. look like you're over 18 now. So oh, wow. good skin. That's good. Yeah, That's <laughs> you gotta like love it. I love it. Where Where are you from? I hear an accent somewhere. I'm from the Everglades, Florida, South Florida, like near Miami, Naples. There's an accent there. You know, I'm actually, because I'm from Florida. I grew up in West Palm Beach. I was born in Miami. I grew up in West Palm Beach. I went to high school in, in Jacksonville and college in Gainesville. And when I was young, I played tennis. And my tennis doubles partner lived in the Everglades in Clewiston. Oh, really? And, and I would spend all summer, like, in Clewiston, and we would travel Jimmy, all Jimmy, over. Jimmy, nobody wants to hear that. Yes, they do. They all want to hear her. They're not interested in you and your tennis partner and the fact that you I know, grew but I'm from the same place that she's from. In the Everglades. No. No, listen, let's hear about you, sweetheart. Guy, who's in your life? Any man, woman, anybody? Oh, uh, well, you know. No, uh, nobody. I'm just working on myself right now, I think, more so than anything. Um, what kind of, yeah. guy do you, kind of guy do you like? Like six foot, gray hair, older? Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Big bank, big bank book. <laughs> big Wait, bank where are you calling from? Where are we actually talking? Are you in L.A.? I'm in L.A. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love it. Hollywood. She's there you go. So yeah. let me tell you. Let me tell everybody who's like listening a little bit about you. So you were Miss Miss Hawaiian Tropic U.S. in 1999. Then you were oh. Miss Photogenic at the international final of Miss Hawaiian Tropic, which I'm sure helped get the Playboy uh, thing going. You've been yeah. featured on the cover of Dub Magazine. You've been in Maxim, FHM, People, Skinny Mag, Muscle and Fitness, Muscle Mag. Uh, w, <laughs> yeah. Miami Men's Magazine, and now you're kind of like turning into an actress, and you've got a bunch of films you're just recently working on. And you're on the Jimmy Star Show. And now you're on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. That really <laughs> makes you a superstar. Yes, absolutely. We now, love it. Now listen to me, gar darling. You're so beautiful. You're going to be misunderstood because the, 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 the visible is so blinding. Are you really an actress? Are you good? Or are you just bullshit? Well, I guess that's for you to find out. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would like to be good. I don't know I yet. Mean, I mean, let's face it. You're limited. You can't play a nun. You can't play somebody's mother. You can't play. You can't play a secretary. You cannot play a sales girl at Macy's. Yes, she could. No, she can't because it doesn't go. I, I can mean, play no naughty secretary. Did you? That was fantastic. Right. Did you ever see a, <laughs> any sales girl in any of the department stores that looked like this? I wish I would have. I, I would have been shopping so. there every day. They're usually old ladies. I can tone it down. No, 
they're old ladies with piano legs, you know, and insensible shoes. They're not like you. So you you're limited to playing the bad girl, the girl who takes the husband away from the wife, the other woman, the kept woman. No, she's playing a spy in the movie she's in now. Yes. Oh come on, she's too obvious to be. No, a spy. she's not. Look she at could her. never sneak around places as a spy. Yeah, like, like James Bond is like the good-looking spy. She's like the good-looking right. female even, spy. Even if you put her in a black turtleneck jumpsuit, she still can't get around town. <laughs> I mean, number one, if she has to squeeze between two buildings to go up a staircase or a ladder, she ain't going to squeeze through with those things. They're going to get caught. Wait, wait, she plays, what do you play? You play a spy in Justice for All, right? Right, yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So also, you. I have another story, and I don't care if Ron doesn't think people like it or not. So you're in a Benny Benassi video. Uh, yes. Um, so when I was in, oh, here we go. More when I was when I was in Miami at the Dance Star USA Awards, Benny Benassi <laughs> won an award. And at the end of the awards, I walked the red carpet with him. And at the end of the wow. awards show, he didn't have a ride. He was standing on a street corner holding this big three foot award that he won, and he was standing wow. there. And so Ozzy and I, my friend Ozzy, who you might even know in L in Hollywood, we picked him up and drove him to his hotel and like hung out with him. But like he's a superstar, you know, he's such a big thing. So I was so excited yeah. when I saw that you were in his video. Don't do All that. Right. I don't do that when you do stupid shit. Oh, excuse me. That's not nice. <laughs> It was just the Playboy version of it. That's okay. That's okay if it's the Playboy version of it. That's fine. Right. Um, you yeah. gotta like it any way you can get it because you were in yeah, Playboy. And look at all, a lot of the films you were in. You have a, a, mo a film called The Sex Trip, and another another one called uh, Dead Sexy, where a, a paranormal force makes makes the girl leads not need the opposite sex. I mean, a lot of things that you're in, like kind of like has that whole sex thing going on. I well, look, look at it. When you yes. look at it, what do you think of? Chop liver? I mean, you look at <laughs> girl, what do you think of? I'm gay and I know what I think of. Straight guys right now are wackadoo, 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 doo, doo. <laughs> and the gay women out there are plugging their vibrators in, screaming from you. Ooh. So she is a sexy woman. You uh -huh. represent every fantasy of every human being. Men want to make love to you and women want to make love to you. Let's cut the shit. She's not exactly like a, a prudish-looking broad. She represents. I bet she is though, because probably, always the really hot ones yeah, are kind of yeah, prude. Yeah, they're the ones that are the. They're the cold fish. They're the ones that you get into bed and they say, "Oh, I don't do that. No, I don't do this. Oh, I don't oh, do that. No, I don't. I don't like." <laughs> that. She said that's not her. I hope so. <laughs> so wait. I like it all. Who, who's someone? Well, yeah. Who's someone Woo! in Hollywood? Like, who's your kind of like? Wait, church or Churchill? Call an ambulance for Churchill. He passed out. Oh. <laughs> when he heard she does it all. She wants it all. Churchill's killing himself. No. So, so tell us, like, who is like, who is somebody in Hollywood that people like would know who are that you're like, oh my god, this is somebody who I think is super sexy. Hmm. Like, if you were gonna go on a date, if you had got to pick, and you were gonna go on a date with any male or any female or male and female, who would you want to go out with on a date? It doesn't mean you have to have sex with them, but. But, you know, who do you think is, like, super hot that you think would be so great to, like, go She's out so with? so beautiful. I can't stop looking at her. I don't like uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Guy from who? What's his name? I don't even know. The guy from Sons of Anarchy? Is that what you said? I, forgot. I mean, I don't know. It's some, I think he's sexy. But there's some other people out there, too, that are sexy, too. <laughs> now, most people think girls like you are stupid. What's your educational background, and how smart are you? Jane Mansfield, who, if you know who she is, Marissa Haggerty's mother. Haggerty. Haggerty uh, was a sex symbol. Jane Mansfield was like a Marilyn Monroe platinum blonde with gigantic real boobies. And right. 
They used to think she was stupid. Well, she had an IQ of like a professor. She was the most intelligent woman in the world. She just played stupid for movies. Do you play stupid for film or are you really a genius? I'm not a genius, maybe, but I definitely am smart for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if a guy is giving, smart enough to know not to say anything. If a guy, <laughs> smart enough not to say anything. That's good. If a guy says to you, "You be good to me, I'll be good to you," you're smart enough to say what? I'm smart enough to not say anything and then just go with it, you know, and then actually, yes, let it play out. Because then, yeah, trust me. I know how to do it. <laughs> so, so now, now, are you are you sexually free? In other words, if a beautiful woman wanted to caress and make love to you, is that okay or just men? Um, I wouldn't want like a relationship with a woman like that. But I would like I me. Mean, I would kiss her, probably. You know. So, so in other words, you would you'd appreciate <laughs> the beauty of another woman with you. I mean, that could be fine, I guess. Well, yeah. that, could, that gets men crazy. So say yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, every man has. Every man would have a dream of you and Pamela Anderson making it together. <laughs> right. uh, by the way, you look like Angie Dickinson. Do you know who Angie yeah. Dickinson was? Famous movie star Young of the Angie. 1950s. Okay. Gorgeous, beautiful woman with the best legs in the world. Is that the, the one world. from Police Story? Lady? Yes, okay. yes. And she had the best legs in the world. Nobody had legs like Angie Dickinson. Nice. Ron, Ron is Ron is kind of a an yeah. expert on all the like Turner Classic movies and all the like films of like the forties and fifties and thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties, basically. And right. uh, so he has a lot of references to like the Marilyn Marilyn Monroe and all those kind of people because he knew a whole bunch of them and, and he's Jane friends Russell, with them all. They were all my friends. I love Marilyn Monroe. They were super legendary stars, right. and you know we go to all these red carpets and I see all these girls there, sexy with boobs hanging out and clit covers, you know, skirts. And they think they're gonna, they're, they think they're gonna go somewhere. The only place they go is to bed with the jerks that promised them the moon. Now I know that you have a look about you that is sexy but stylish. You don't look like a cheesy sleazy slut from Third Avenue on the corner. <laughs> Most of these girls that go to these red carpets look like two-bit hookers, and they behave that way, and they're vulgar that way. Right. And I just think it's appalling. You, I would love to see you in a classic evening gown of chiffon draped gently over your bosoms with your hair piled up soft and gentle i think you could be an angel from heaven more than a a, a porno queen i love it i like that look too i have oh, lots I, of looks oh i believe work, that work for that that'll get you in films quicker okay. than this because you know men today is so used to exposed women it doesn't work anymore for them now right. Uh, naked women don't happen, but if a woman is stylishly dressed, men, men go crazy. They want it off. They get that thing off. I want to see you, and that's yeah. what torments the mind. I right. think so. Less I, is less is better. I think people are going crazy though right now. We had uh, we had. Well, she's breathtaking. It seems Look like at her. we've she's had like exclusive. three or four weeks in a row of just drop dead the most gorgeous women. Yeah, and actually, but, we had a man, Daniel DeCrisio, on a couple weeks ago who had long blonde hair like you do, and he was drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> So we've had like about a month of like the most gorgeous people that you could ever see coming on the show. So nice. probably everybody in the chat room is just like, where do you keep it? Every week you, you want it up. One more gorgeous person. Lots of gorgeous people in the world. Especially now, where you live. Now, what yes. what's going on in politics today is outrageous about all these men who supposedly were assaulting these women. over. Uh -huh. the in my day, a girl like you walked into a room. There was no way. 
that half of the guys weren't going to hit on her. There was no way that half of the guys in the corner wouldn't talk about what they'd love to do to you. And it right. was called man talk. Yes, I <laughs> they had no right to touch. But right. have you ever been touched inappropriately? You had to smack somebody? Do I not? Sorry. Have you ever? He wanted to know if you've ever been touched inappropriately where you had to smack somebody. Anybody grab you by your tits is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, not really. I mean, sometimes yes, actually, have been uh, a couple times. Some guys just come up and kiss you at the club. It's like ridiculous. You guys and, you and you don't even know who they are. Yeah, so then you don't know who they are. They just come and start kissing you. Ridiculous. You ever do like Donald Trump? Grab them by the grab you by your snatch or grab your ass or grab your boob. Right, no, no, no. So they're more respectful Someone to you. I grabbed me down there one time. We went to, uh, to the Cannes Film Festival a long time ago with um, Alain Chabon. He's like a famous French actor. And uh, they were getting mobbed by all these fans and stuff. And literally, they come and like, they grabbed me like right there. <laughs> Not very nice, let me tell you. But whatever. So anyways, it was really fun, though. Well, so, some people feel that you're selling it and that they're entitled to grab it because, oh. in other words, if you wore a turtleneck long sleeve shirt, you wouldn't be broadcasting like I'm sexy, I'm turning you on. But right. I think that's stupid because you have a freedom to be whomever you choose to be. Exactly. Without worrying about the other people, what they think. A person right. as beautiful as you are is such a gift and a joy to look at. I look at you as a piece of art. Also a piece of ass, but mostly a piece of art. You're sweet. I like no, you. You're, no, you're beautiful. I'm t I, listen, I, I, everybody out there is agreeing. You have beautiful teeth, beautiful nose. Your, your eyes are beautiful. Your shape of your, your face Your smile is, is fabulous. And, like, you're, and you're like a little girl. You're very girlish. You're very much like we want to cuddle you and you know, <laughs> buy you fur coats and jewelry and put you in a beautiful penthouse apartment in Manhattan and take hey. you all over the world in a private jet. Ooh. Uh, you know, I would like to find that guy for myself. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Take us all on the trip. They could take us all on the trip. Works absolutely. <laughs> find me that guy. I'll divorce Jimmy in a minute. No, he Jimmy won't. Jimmy and I are legally married, by the way. We're gay. I hope you know that. Yes. You didn't think that you had two filthy perverts, old men, <laughs> I I love jumping you all over you. I love it. We're happily married. I love my Jimmy, even though he doesn't oh. have a jet. Chur Churchill says it doesn't matter what you wear. You look stunning in everything. And now Dave Hughes. We want to welcome Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK, hey. who's one of the really cool oh, the older gentlemen who like comes oh, on no. and drools over everybody. So, Dave, take this a look. One is this so is Suzanne Stokes. And you guys, she's on Twitter, and you can follow her, and you're going to love this Twitter name, everybody. Dave. Her, her, wait, wait. Her Twitter name is SS Meow. So, so you guys follow at SSMEOW. Which I think is the coolest thing ever. I love your Twitter. <laughs> I guarantee you, Dave's blood pressure is so up that he's dizzy. Dave, are you having like a stroke from this one? Dave would kill for you. And he's married. And he lives in England. And he comes in from England every week because we always have beautiful women on. But Dave, this week we got a super special beautiful one. This one's really a, a super duper 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 special one. He says his fucking, he says his fucking eyes popped out. See? <laughs> So now it's fucking up. Which he said Fukin. He said Fukin because he doesn't want to say a bad word, but well, since we can say a bad but, word. What, so, they don't curse in England? They so let's filthy talk. filthy mouths in England. Everybody curses in England. So so let's say, because now you're an, now you're actress and you do, you have some pretty fun credits. You were in Mortal Kombat. You have the new film for Justice for All. You have four films of horror, Dead Sexy. You were on an episode of Frasier, The Sex Trip, Frostbite. Wow. 
Frostbite with Peter Jason, who was on our show, and um, uh, and I love um, and I've met Jamie Presley actually, and she was in Mortal Kombat when you were in Mortal Kombat. So you you're, you're starting to get some really cool credits. What would you like to be? Do you want to be like an action? You want to be in action films, romance, or do you not care? Everything. I care. I mean, I want to. Do, I want to just do lots everything. of different things. Yeah. You know? Right. I want to everything. try different. Uh, roles and like maybe play like a mean girl, bitch, or I want to play, you know, a spy. Can, can you play. do bitch good? I bet you can do bitch good. I'm never, I'm not really a bitch ever, so, but I, I'm working on that one. No, you know what I wish? I do actually, good. I just got this, I did this audition video and um, I was being a pretty much a big bitch. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do you remember years ago the film 10 with Bo Derek? 10, where she comes out of the water with the hair and all the shells. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'd like to remake that movie with you, but have you come out of the ocean totally naked? with With the sun reflecting off the water on your nipples and all over your buns. Then you, that's very beautiful. It's art, by the way. It's not dirty sex. It's art. Because you would be like the sea goddess coming out of the ocean. And that's how I'd like to see you. Dave just dropped dead in Churchill's in, 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 in a coma. No, they're saying in the they're saying in the chat in the chat room they they're saying that they want to see you as a killer in a horror movie because nobody ever puts the really hot girl as the killer. I can't. <laughs> no, I see her as a goddess. I like that. No, no. I see her as a goddess. But that way she can be at a stereotype because everybody's going to cast her like no, that. No, no. I would also like to see her in a 1940 film that Ava Gardner did. It was called One Touch of Venus, where she played Venus de Milo, the statue that came to life. And okay. love to everybody. I could see you standing there in the white gown, looking like Venus de Milo, the goddess of love. I, love I see it. you as I see you as a goddess. I don't see you. You as could a, have been though, like in the remake of Point Break too. No, she's a goddess type. <laughs> this one is like you gotta. Like, do you surf? Do you know how to surf? No, but I'm sure I could learn how to do it really quick. You know, oh. very fast. <laughs> but as long as it's not too cold, you know. Yes, <laughs> as long as it's not. Well, it's cold is good because then your nipples get hard. Ooh, my, true. my 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 nipples get hot. My I have little nipples, but they get hot in cold water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then Jimmy swims c- across quickly to grab them, and then they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> they go back in my chest. <laughs> oh, Churchill wow. said Churchill says she's going to be working with him on a few projects. I hope that we're in those projects too. That way that we movie, get to meet you Church- personally. Churchill, I'm coming on the set, even if I'm not in the film. You fuck. You better put me <laughs> in the film. <laughs> And, yes. and and they're saying that you look like a mermaid and that you would make a great yeah, mermaid. She's just got a classic. Oh, if they redid Splash, was that the movie? Splash with uh, Daryl Hannah. That would you be a good one. You could be the mermaid. Like I'm that. telling you, there's a million lovely goddessy type images that you are. You're not porno pig. I would love though to see you as a killer in a horror movie because I like horror no, movies, so I think that would be fun. What is she going to kill you with her tits? I mean, come no, on, look with at a her. knife or something. <laughs> Who wants to get killed? Watch, do that again. See, she holds the knife up. She could like do it. She could totally I do it. No, no, I could see if she smothered somebody to death between her cleavage. That might work, <laughs> but absolutely no knife stabbing. She's going to get blood on that gorgeous face and that hair. Get out of here. Yes. No, that she needs to be out of character and out no, of stereotype. No, she's too beautiful to be a killer. No, she's a goddess. She's somebody that men adore. She's got to play like the the, the most Medusa, beautiful, like a Marilyn Monroe type. You know, she's like everyone adored Marilyn. Marilyn never stabbed anybody. <laughs> they didn't right? have horror movies that did that. Back they then. did have horror. Movies. They all do like the mermaid. Everybody likes the idea of a mermaid. Absolutely, this girl's got to be cast correctly. I wish I was a director. I would tell her what she should do and not. I mean, really, she should definitely play. 
she ha- you know what I like about her? She's the girl that you're afraid to touch. And that's what's good. She's the stay away girl. I'm beautiful, I'm gorgeous, I'm sexy, but don't you come near me. And that's what she can sell. And that's what a goddess is. A goddess is something you admire, but you don't touch. They all think she should be in a sci-fi or a horror movie, so they all. Love no, it. I think she should be in a. So love what movie. about that? So like, let, let, let me ask a question because I'm. Uh, you and Ron are both kind of in the same category where you get, probably have been hit on and told how beautiful you are all your lives. So because because Ron always it doesn't matter where we go, people hit on him and. and, and I'm, I'm 78 years old now. You had to see me when I was young. I was you, like you. I, I was a piece I, of ass. You are at, amazing. Hot hot well, hot. So let me ask at you. 18, let's say, you had to see me at eighteen. If you go Ooh, out, when you I go out, that. are men afraid to approach you because you're so beautiful, or do they approach you, or are they just so intimidated by your beauty that they will not come up to you? Um, just depends, really. I guess. I mean, just depends. No, I mean, you, sometimes they come up to you, but then sometimes they are kind of afraid of you. I think I don't know what they are, why they are afraid of you, but absolutely. I'm, I'm actually a really nice person. So my yeah. girlfriend actually get mad at me because I'm too nice to them. Here's what I used to get. This is what, when I was 18 years old, they were afraid to pick me up. Also, I'd go to a bar, a gay bar, yeah. and a guy would walk by. I'd know he'd look at me, but he never would talk to me. Then finally, when he came over and spoke to me, after a while, he'd say, "You know what? You're really nice." Right. I thought you were stuck up. Fuck you, I'm not stuck up. But I'm not a boss slut either. You know, I'm not a bar rag. What do you think you're gonna walk right. in and bring me home? I mean, that doesn't play, <laughs> right? Good-looking people don't need to do that shit. The ugly ones go home with anybody because it's like payday for them. Exactly. Totally. So we, we but you guys people. get to be, you guys can be choosy. Well, yeah, I chose you. <laughs> Aww, I love it. It's so, it's so much fun. So, so, so if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made and you could have been the lead person in it, who would you, what movie would you have liked to have been in is the first part of the question. And the second part of the question is, who would you like to be your leading man in something? Like, who would be the actor, the one actor that you think would be the greatest person ever to get to act with? Oh, boy. Mm, this question. Um, there's so many movies that I love, so I don't know which one would be the best one, you know? Well, just pick any one that you like a yeah. lot. Be like, I'd like to be in this one. I liked Gentleman Before Blonde. That was a great movie. I love that movie. I like Titanic, you know, but I don't know if I would play that part necessarily. Maybe, but no, why not? Um, Gentleman Prefer Blondes is a good one. He likes that one. Because <laughs> my buddy Jane Russell, who was, remember Jane Russell in that movie, The Brunette? Yes. She was my dearest friend for many years, my buddy, my, my hangout pal, and I loved her to pieces. Now, you know who else you look like? Brigitte Bardot, the French oh, yeah. actress. Nice. You know who Brigitte Bardot is? I think so. Bridget Bardot, if you say it like well, a, I, I'm a good, you if you to, say it the way the American people pronounce it, she'll know no, who it you is. you have to say it French because it, when you say it in French, it's sexy. When you say it in American, it sounds Bridget. It sounds Irish. But when you do it French, Bridget Bardot. Bardot. It's like, oh, give it to me, baby. You know. <laughs> Suzanne, I just want to tell you that Dave, the one died, who said you were so, so hot, just wrote down that his eyes are rolling around on the floor and he can't seem to get them to put him back in. Come on, Dave. <laughs> and, he also and he also can't get to put his penis back in his pants either. They said that he would be good, that you that they think you'd be good in the millionaire movie with Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely. Oh, yes? Yeah, that's Absolutely. A good one. That would be a nice pe- I would go see you in that. I'd, and okay. I would enjoy you in that because that's a great part to play. Thank you. Play, playing Loco. That was the character. She was wonderful. Great. Yes, I love that. I love that movie. It's amazing. 
You gotta like love it. So so people can follow you on Twitter at at ssmeow. And are you on? Are you? Uh, do you have like a website or anything that we should send people to to find out more about you? Well, I need to update my website really badly. But um, my friend just did a music video, and it's going to be coming out like next week. So you can see me in that. Which is there you what? What's the music video? It's called Drive. It's my Falls video, and I'll be in that. So, and I'm also going to be in New York on October 26th for this promotion. Um, so they can come see me there, maybe if they want to. And what's the promotion? What's the promotion for? Um, for a nice club promotion, like a Halloween party, you think? Oh, um, good. You go. Well, we we, we we have we have to connect what? you. We have. To- oh, where was it? it's called? Um, oh shoot, right down to this. Well. Oh, well, in New York. <laughs> but you'll post it on Twitter. Post it on Twitter, and then everybody yeah, can follow that. you on Twitter, and they can know how to do it. So everybody follow right. her on Twitter at SSMeow. And when you're in New York, Jimmy's going to give you a number of Eileen Shapiro. Call her and say oh. that you should be interviewed by Eileen Shapiro. She writes for some of the greatest magazines okay. and Thank publications you. out there. And, uh, oh. and you might want to get to know Jimmy better. Yes, Jimmy's absolutely. Well, Jimmy's the number one PR person in the country. He won the award as number one. And if anybody can do it, it's Jimmy. He can get Absolutely. you out there and all over. Now, Churchill, what are you going to cast her in your movie as? And don't He's say, not going to tell you that. He's still working on it. No, it's a joke. Shut up, Jimmy. Don't answer for people. You have a terrible habit of answering for people. Churchill's a very intelligent man who's very horny right now. And I want to know exactly, exactly how he's going to cast her. And don't say... As your wife, Churchill. <laughs> anyway, because we got to go. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody, we want everybody to follow Suzanne Stokes on Twitter, at SSMeow. Check out all the great stuff on IMDb. She's got a new film that will be coming out, Justice for All. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you're gorgeous thank and you. beautiful, and everybody like loves you. And tell- now, what? I forgot your friend's name. What was your friend's name again? Which one? The Crystal. one who's sitting there. Yeah, Crystal. Crystal. Crystal, yeah. Bye, Crystal. Thank bye. you. She and, says bye. And- and you, my beauty, I'll be seeing you on the set. We'll be in the Absolutely. same movie. So we'll be good friends and have fun. You will. I love bye. you. Honey. Thanks, bye, Suzanne. Bye, bye, See ya. Bye-bye. 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 Yay. She's gorgeous. She is wow. super beautiful. Absolutely. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Hope you like that, Dave, because Dave is like loving it all. They're saying she'd be great for the Betty Grable part in How to Marry a Millionaire, too. She'd be great for anything if she can act and lose that silly girlness. If she could be a woman like they were women. You know, Marilyn Monroe was was silly, but she was a silly woman with a girl kind of a thing. But she, Marilyn never played dizzy. Marilyn played confused. And that, Jane and I talked about that. Jane Russell, my, my buddy, I used to ask her a lot of questions about Marilyn. And I said, what was Marilyn like off the stage, off the camera? And she said Marilyn was very insecure, very shy, and very withdrawn. And didn't speak to anybody on the set hardly. And one day, Marilyn Monroe ran off the set crying. Because the leading guy in Gentlemen for Blondes, who played her boyfriend that was supposed to marry her and the father didn't like it, was asked, what was it like kissing Marilyn Monroe? And he said, I felt like I was being swallowed alive. And Marilyn heard that and she got very upset. So she was a very sensitive girl, and Jane would have to watch everything she said. Everybody did. And then Jane said to her, Marilyn, you know, because Jane was a born-again Christian, she said, why don't you go to my church? I think you can learn a lot, and it can help you. 
So Marilyn went to a session of Jane's church, and the next day Jane said, how did you like it? And Marilyn said, oh, oh, no, it's not for me, Jane, it's not for me. And Jane Russell said to me, had Marilyn Monroe became a, become a Christian, she'd still be alive today, the Kennedys would not have killed her. And Jane felt that the, that the Kennedys uh, and CIA definitely murdered Marilyn Monroe because she was going to reveal a bunch of stuff the next day at a pre, uh, press conference. She was angry because the boys, Robert and John Kennedy, dumped her. So anyway, everybody in the chat room liked her. You guys can follow her. Check her out. She's a, a fledgling actress. She's going to be getting more into it. I'm sure she's going to get cast in lots of stuff. She was very, very nice. She's very, very pretty. And follow her on Twitter. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, is his mic okay now? Because like, I didn't want to get up and like try and make it louder. Yeah, it just so seemed, like, a, it's just on the seemed other like you side. were louder than he was, so I just wanted to crank it up a little bit. I'm just soft-spoken. Yeah, you are. Jimmy's a little more... Up front and out there. Considering I come from Brooklyn where everybody screamed, now can I talk mm -hmm. about Laney? Yep. I interviewed my buddy, Laney Kazan, my big fat Greek wedding, the mother in that film. Laney and I know each other 28 years, whatever, whatever, whatever. And yesterday I did a interview. It's a printed interview and it will be on Celebrity Cafe, which is the number one web uh magazine i guess it's as good as people magazine but you don't have to go out and buy it on the street you can get it on your computer laptop whatever and the interest the, the interview is very interesting laney talks about her year, early years as a jewish broad in brooklyn then she talks about barbara streisand what a bitch she was and then she goes on and on and on and on with all of her stuff uh it's a great interview because it was two friends talking it wasn't an interview like I asked, how are you? And then she did 20 hours of answer. It was like our show is now. We were conversational. We kept talking and going and revealing and answering. So I think it's going to uh, be very, very well received. We'll know by next week when it's up in print. But Absolutely. Definitely read it. I think you're going to enjoy it. You guys are like it. That's uh, Ron's first interview for the yeah. celebrity cafe right and there'll be many many more and i'm only interviewing my friends i'm not interviewing people i don't know so these are all celebrities that i know i have uh, like people like i want to interview um well right now my brain just went uh, stella stevens and and uh stephanie powers uh just a whole bunch of people i love it also, we want. Oh, 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 not to not to forget Tristan Rogers, who's a good friend of mine here in Palm Springs. I'm going to interview Tristan Rogers for a uh, celebrity cafe, the number one soap opera star who plays. What's it called? Soap opera. Robert Scorpio. Scorpio. You know Scorpio. You gotta like love it. Um, also, uh, oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Isn't that funny? Okay. That's because you're getting old, or you're too much with me. You're getting stupid. That's okay. I just forgot. It uh, happens. It uh, happens. I got to finish shaving. I got half of my face shaving. Where'd my shaver go? Hey, Chad, is that message you just sent me for now or that earlier? What message? It says, bring camera down a little, 30 seconds, turn Ron's mic up. Yeah, <laughs> that's all old, right? That's all old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we don't want to. <laughs> He's talking into the shaver. <laughs> <laughs> test one. Test one. Oh, it's your shaver, Ron. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Turn up Ron's shaver. Yeah. <laughs> we want to welcome Pat. Pat's in the chat room. What's up, Pat? Yay! Pat's in uh, Canada. Pat Grant. She runs Jimmy and Ron fans Twitter. Oh, Pat. Pat. Hi, 
There you go. And uh, Dave Hughes says he'll be back in a minute. And so Ron's shaving. You don't need to keep shaving. You're okay. Dave Hughes, you're changing your underwear because they're soaking wet? That was terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. It's true. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> it was still it's terrible. Ter- it's not terrible. Listen, we know functions of the human being are not terrible. And an ejaculation is a wonderful thing. Sometimes you got to soil your underwear and change them when it's wet. But what are you going to do? Ejaculation is wonderful. Because if it wasn't for ejaculation, none of us would be here. That's true. When the Lord made man, he made penis, he made ejaculation. (laughs) And he made woman with a a catcher's mitt so she can catch the ejaculation and make a child. For those of you out there who don't know the facts of life, now you do. You got to like love it. So here's what we're going to do. Chad, do you have the video that I sent you? I got a couple videos you sent me. Uh, uh, Okay, we're going to do the public service announcement. Uh Uh-huh. So, everybody, this is a public service announcement I did to stop imposters on social media. Lots of cool celebrities in it. I hope you guys like it. It got 4,700 hits in its first day. And uh, uh, please share it when you see me sharing it on social media. It's a lot of fun. But check it out. See what you think. And then we're going to come back and tell you a little bit about our Betrayed premiere. Oh, that was fun. Anyway, here it is, everybody. Public service announcement to stop imposters on social media. Hey everybody, I'm Jimmy Starr from the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell. We have a big, big problem with imposters in social media. Help us in exposing the fake, low-life scum impersonating celebrities for their own gain. Check out our friends in the music industry and see what they have to say about this. Hey everyone, I'm Keith Urban. Hey guys, I'm Hunter Hayes. Hey, I'm Lindsay L. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Kelly Clarkson. Hey guys, it's Mary Morris. Hey, hey we're Rascal Flatts. Dustin Lynch. Kit Moore. John Party. Jake Owen. Travis Denning. Brett Young. Maggie Rose. Trey Seconds. Old Dominion. Kale Dodds. Cole Swindell. Michael Ray. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I want to talk to you about something that's important. I want to talk to you about something important. I can't believe I'm having to do this. I want to talk to y'all about something really really important imposters on social media imposters on social media imposters on social media imposters on social media every day we've noticed more and more people are pretending to be artists on social media and tricking our fans into buying fake tickets to private shows or sending money or give out your personal information let me tell you about these guys we got these trolls these imposters they are just losers tricking our fans into buying a plane ticket asking you for money donating to fake charities are giving us briefcases of money don't do it please do not engage with these people or send them money every day it's getting worse who steals from grandma's do you go steal from grandma's as artists we have only one account we all have check marks by our names blue check mark blue check mark blue check mark they have blue verified check marks if you don't see a blue check mark by my name blue check mark blue check mark blue verified check mark next to it so we want to make sure you know how to spot the signs of the fake accounts like the one's called Blakey Shelton. That's bullshit. Hunter Hayes, one, two, three, four, five, six. Not me. Kelly Clarkson, A, B, C, one, two, three. That's not real. At Keith Urban, four, eight, seven. That's not me. This is my secret account the management don't know anything about. Complete bullshit. Rascal Flat. It's just bullshit. Kip Moore, 2000. At Jake Owen, three, three, six, seven, one, seven, nine, four, six. That's not me. I don't even have an account. <laughs> bullshit. It's actually really sad. Never give out any of your private information. If you do, you're f-ing dumb. 
But seriously, be cautious. Report those fake accounts. Report them. Never give out any of your private information. Thank you so much for being the best fans in the entire world. Thank you for being the best fans in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being such amazing fans. To the fans, we love you. I love you guys. Know that I just love you and you guys are the best fans in the world. Thank you for being the best fans in the world. All of us are, are, are proud to have you as fans. Thank you for being the best fans in the world. We appreciate what y'all do so much as fans of our music. Thank you for being the best fans in the world. Did you like that? If you do, you're dumb. Because then they'll really think about like, oh my God, if I do this, I'm officially dumb. Don't be fucking dumb. There you go, fellas. Hey, what happened? What happened to what? Oh, is, that, is it that, the thing that long? Yeah, it was three minutes and 18 seconds. Oh, I didn't know it was that long. I was like, you oh, man, I it. think something's wrong. Or you took it <laughs> and made it your own. I know. <laughs> I ain't got nobody. Nobody. See, Halloween, I could do this. I could be the talking head. <laughs> it kind of blends in. He does like, look like he blends no, in. I have nobody, look. If you didn't have to hold the microphone, you could be like that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Put I'm your just, hand down. I'm giving everyone head. Look. No, put it down. There you go. Like, look. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, you really do. You you yes. blend in so well. I do. I blend in with everyone so well, darling. Well done. You gotta like love it. I think that's hilarious. So everybody, Wednesday night we went to Harley Wallen's new yeah. film. It was called Betrayed. Meanwhile, I got to interrupt you because I'm excited. Okay. He sold out. Every single copy of Betrayed was sold out in like three days. He's restocking. Hallelujah. He means in Walmart, like Walmart, and sold every copy that it had across the country. Well, what? Like that's a put down? No, it's a good thing. You bet your ass it is. You should be in Walmart getting sold like that. Then we could afford to finish our kitchen. <laughs> anyway, you guys, so we went to the Grumman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood for the premiere of Betrayed. Starred Harley Wallen and T.J. Storm. You guys know T.J. Storm. He's from, like, Deadpool, and and uh, he was he's the Predator in the new Predator film that's out right now. And... Um, who else was... I forgot who was in it. I remember who we met. Oh, everybody. We got to it. meet all kinds of cool people, Chad. So we met Tara Reid from all the Sharknado movies and Jake mm -hmm. Busey, who Jake I already Busey, knew, um, but I saw guy. him again. A whole bunch of celebrity people. Who remembers who? Um, well, we, we saw um, the guy from NBC Superstore, Sean Whalen, was there. And we had... Uh, oh, uh, who's the guy from People Under the Stairs, Jan Birch, who's coming on the show next week. If you guys like that movie, People Under the Stairs, Sean love, Whalen and Jan Birch were in it. It's that great. That was one of my favorites. I love that. It's a movie. great, great movie. It's a sense. It's a it's a decently sensible written movie. And um, who else did we see? Jimmy, me with names. You know that. I don't. Hold on. Let me look real quick. I'll look in pictures while you're talking. So we had a really good time. Everybody was very cool. Um, uh, the Hollywood Digest did a big write up on it and featured a bunch of pictures of us in it. And um, and Getty Magazine. Thank you so yeah, much Getty for images. photographing us. Getty Images. Woo-woo-woo. Let's they, see. They photograph all the oh. big shots. So we met Scout Taylor Compton from uh, everything. She was played Lita Ford in The Runaways, and she's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And Sadie Katz and, Con and Min oh, Collins were there Sadie. with us. TJ Storm was there. Um, uh, Mark Hoadley, who's a, a great actor who... Uh, uh, is in a film Tom Churchill did not too long ago when we had him on our show, and he's like a karate expert guy, and he was there. Um, we met, oh, uh, what's this guy's name? I forgot his name. 
Isn't that funny? Oh, Billy Worth from the Lost Boys, which I already knew him, but he was really cool to see him. And um, just a whole bunch of good people. It was a fun thing. The after party was fun. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was carrying on laughing. And um, that's when I got bumped up in the film. Sadie Katz and Colin. What's his first name? Min. Min Colin. I met him for the first time, and Min Colin said, "Oh my God, you're not going to play the transvestite uh, clown in our movie." He said, "You're going to play the minister." He said, "You'd be perfect for the part." So I got bumped up. There you and go. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely, it's going to be fat. fabulous. You know, I gained 14 pounds since last year, since I moved here, and it shows in your face. I got to lose 14 pounds, otherwise I'm going to look like you know guy from uh, Ironsides. Remember that old TV show? Ironsides? Raymond, Raymond Burr. Oh, Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Raymond Burr. Mm. I actually I always liked like him. I look like Alfred Hitchcock. Watch. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock is so great. The best. Also, you guys, you know... Although he was a bit of a perv because I interviewed um, my sweetheart, my lovely friend. Tippy Hedren. Tippy. Tippy Darling. Tipska. And she told me off camera. He was wild. He was wild. He liked those silver blondes. Woo! Kind of like uh, Dave. Mm. You know who else we met? We met the, the guy, uh, Dennis Haskins, who played uh, uh, the, the principal on Saved by the Bell. Everybody right. like knows him because right. like, he was like, Anyway, they were just show. one after another. After my, my head was spinning for meeting everybody. And how nice they were. They gave us a wonderful bottle of champagne for coming and covering it. They couldn't have been better. I mean, they were hosting us like mad. Anything Jimmy and I wanted, what would you like? Would you like this? Would you like that? They were absolutely the best. They were so thrilled that Jimmy and I were there covering their event. And we did a good job because it was a wonderful movie, and they're sweet people, and we love him. Uh, Harley's the bomb. Har Harley is a terrific guy. Harley's good. And what a freaking good actor Harley is. You know, I thought Harley just made these movies, put himself in it because he was bored. No, he played a evil, mean Russian, a slave. Uh, Human trafficker. Yeah, but he sex, was sex slave, sex trafficker. slave trafficker, and his accent was fabulous, his Russian accent, and he did a brilliant job in the film. I think if it weren't for Harley, the film would not have been as good as it is. Harley held the film together. Dave Hughes says he needs a bucket of tonight's dribbles. Dave, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. You gotta like imagine though. That was funny. So anyway, you guys, let's do a little quick commercial. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. First of all, you guys know that we played that uh, video last week when we went to um, Kimonos and what was it called? Captains and Kimonos Captain. at the Palm Springs Antiques Gallery a couple of weeks ago. We played the video last week. The video got like twenty seven hundred plays or something, something un ungodly a number. Um, so thanks, everybody, for watching it, because that's really cool. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. You can hear us on um, W4CY Radio live every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 Eastern time. We're also on Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, iTunes, Apple TV, and Spreaker on television. We're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. Roku and YouTube, and soon we're going to be on Comcast and Xfinity On Demand across the country. 
Yay! You'll be able to guess everywhere. There will be nowhere you won't go and be able to see Ron's mug. I'm a star. Yes. Oh, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Let me drop my pants. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like love it. So in a few minutes, we're going to be calling our next guest, but we got to waste a little bit of time. And so while we're wasting time, we thought... Oh, darling, I am not a waste of time. I've never been and never will be a waste of time. But we're going to play a music video. Oh, I, I was speaking, because when I speak, it certainly, most definitely is not a waste of time. It's never. <laughs> it's Never. Oh, Dave said that was his sense of humor. <laughs> what, the pot of goodies? Yeah. Listen, I know a couple of queens in the village. They'll send it to them. They'll they'll have it for dinner. You got to, like, love it. Woo! You just got to love it. All right, so here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to take a music break, and uh, we love you back, Dave. And uh, we're going to play Andy Duquette. The name of the song is Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It just came out. It's, it's for all our country music lovers and Chad. Yeah. And, uh... This one's for you, Chad. Chad, once you record some stuff, we'll play your songs on the show. Okie dokie. In the meantime, we're going to play Andy <laughs> Duquette. Here's her new uh, single, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Enjoy, everybody. Get it, Ron. Get it.
All right, everybody, that was Andy Duquette, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, out now, everybody. So if you like it, download it and listen to it, because it's fun. You like that, right, Chad? Because that's kind of like your kind of thing. Yeah, that wasn't like my type of country. That's more like pop country, chick country. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, but that's how the that's how country is going these days. So that is actually, that fits right in there uh, with uh, country music. What's wrong What's wrong with Ron? What is he doing? Facelift, facelift. He wants a facelift. That's a self-facelift right there? Well, that's know, what he I, thinks he'll look like if he has a facelift. He'll uh, lose his wrinkles. Yeah, don't pull on your face. It's not going to help. <laughs> he, says, he says don't pull on your face. It's not going to help. So what kind of country do you actually like? Like, like who are the country people you like? Mm, I don't know. I just kind of like grittier, older, I don't know, just broken down country. Not too overly produced and stuff like that where I need eight background dancers and stuff like that. You know, just get out there and yeah, sing. Yeah, I don't like that either. Get out like there and sing either. like old George Strait, man. That's That's kind of what I like. Oh my God! All the George Strait fan people follow me for some reason. I don't oh, do know they? why <laughs> on Instagram, but like, there's like ten George Strait fan clubs, and they all follow me. I guess because I like that. Because I like George Strait. He's yeah, cool. Still the king of country. Absolutely. There you go. You know who George Strait is? Straight no, up. Oh, but I know George Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that was coming. I, I knew it too. Matter of fact, I even knew that was coming. I knew a few guys named George who were gay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a George that was straight. Maybe I, oh yeah, what's the name? Sherry's husband, George the electrician. He's, He's straight. straight. Okay. okay. So there's two. They're all like laughing at that one too. You gotta like love it. <laughs> oh, Ronnie, gotta love him. What are you gonna do? You gotta love him. That's right. <laughs> Old and senile and wacky. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, Lanny on the interview said you're such a mashugner. Mashugner in Yiddish means crazy. Did you get video not, of that interview, not, or is it just you wrote it all down? You get video and audio? No, 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 no. This is the technology world of technology, dear. I she had to call a number that's not my number that automatically transferred her call to my cell phone. Yeah. Then I had to press four when we began recording the interview. Oh, cool. The entire interview we have it on voice. Now it's gone to a machine that automatically converts converts our voices into words then it's sent to me where i have to go in and clear up like if i said you know you're just really great and it wrote you know you're uh you're really afraid you know <laughs> okay because it's, you know that fucking we use google voice <laughs> it was very cool chad right. so yeah. once we polish it and clean it up then it goes back to ca uh, celebrity cafe and they print it and then it goes online on, on Celebrity Cafe. You go in, you type in there, whatever. And then you could read the uh, the uh, interviews that Jimmy did with um, Garrick Lee and in, in, in whatever, whoever, whatever. Has she been on the anyway. show before? I can't remember. Yes. She oh. has. Lainey. She has never been on as a video. She's only been uh, on it when we were audio. Yeah, okay. Lainey's got a problem with Skype. I'm going to beat the shit out of her because I told her, you got to get with the program, Lane. You got to do <laughs> Skype. Skype. You know, I said to her, put a wig on, makeup, and a push-up bra, and you can come on and do great. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I'm negotiating. She said, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. That means fuck you. Oh, so anyway. that means translation. Okay. It's very cool, though, Chad, like, because you... Call on Google Voice. It records the whole thing. It sets it, then it sets the uh, MP3 into your Google Voice account. You sure. download it, then you send it to Transcribe Me, and Transcribe Me transcribes it for you. And um, they do all the work. And then you just have to clean it up. Good deal. 
Because otherwise, you know, it takes forever to sit there and write out what everybody says. If I wrote it out, it would have been in Chinese for sure. (laughs) I mean, you would never have been able to read it. My penmanship stinks. My spelling is horrible. And commas. I put commas after practically every other word. Because when I speak, I speak with commas. It's a very cool thing, though. So I'm like, and I'm working on it because we both are going to do interviews for Celebrity Cafe. And I'm also doing interviews for the Hollywood Digest and for Chud. And I'm doing interviews for the Hollywood Digest also. Chud. So it's all fun. Yeah, so we're going to be. Chud is uh, a movie. Uh, 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 it was a movie from Cannibalistic the 80s. Cannibalistic humanoid, humanoid underground, underground dwellers. dwellers. And it is a website of horror. It's a horror website that they have not been using, uh, and they're getting ready to relaunch it. And uh, I'm going to be the horror movie celebrity interviewer for that. Perfect. Yeah, I love it, and I love those horror movies. And since we've had almost all the biggest horror people in the world on our show, I'm just going to contact the people. To start, I'm going to contact all the people that have been on our show and see if we can set up interviews. Rock on. See, I find these things out on the show. You think you ever told me this? Never. I did tell you that. No, did not. You know, our marriage is wonderful. We get along well, but there's such rivalry. He is so jealous of anything I do. He wants me to be stupid and dependent on him. That's he's not insecure. true. Yes. I did tell him. I told you that I'm 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 going to be writing for a, a horror magazine. I did tell you that because I told you how excited I was that all my horror movie clients will be able to get you featured. You never said that to me. You you are making this up. No, I'm not. I'm telling you, you're a liar. You're making it up. <laughs> yeah. Your father warned me about you. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, whoever said congratulations. Uh, that's fun. His father did. His father said Jimmy lives in a dream world. Sometimes it's not real. Uh, well, this one's that. real, just like Celebrity Cafe. First of all, Celebrity Cafe is the one who bought, who, who's, who's, uh, the owners of Celebrity Cafe will be the owners of Chud.com. Oh, good. Anyway, I wish they'd pay us for these damn things. <laughs> I mean, we work for free. We're like, I don't know, like cheap hookers that don't get paid. But anyway, it'd be nice if we got paid from, from this show, too. It'd be nice if we had a sponsor. But nobody wants to sponsor us, and I don't know why. With four and a half million viewers, and we're all over the world, and that's climbing. We're probably five million viewers now, if not better, because this show is really taking off. Why people don't want to, you know, have us talk about, like, the guy with the condoms. I didn't say anything bad when I said if you don't want to use the condoms for sex, you could fill them with water and throw them off the roof at people you don't like. And, you know, we did that as kids, and they didn't like that, so... (laughs) They didn't uh, reissue with them. They don't like it if you don't want to like uh, follow the script. But anyway, we're going to call our guest and see what we can do. But as kids, didn't you swipe a few of your father's condoms, fill it with water, go on the roof and bomb the old ladies sitting downstairs on the lawn chair? No, <laughs> that's hilarious. They used to, to splash him. and you see all the old ladies jump up and scream and run around. So you guys, we're going to call our next guest. We're going to play a little music for you while we're getting everything set up. The name of the song is slightly is called Euphoria. The name of the band is slightly left of center. They're from Australia and we're going to see if we can get Barry Papik on the line. Here we go. Enjoy, everybody.
ocean On a nebula that floats around in space There you go. All right, everybody. So that was slightly left to center. The name of the singles, Euphoria. Now we've got our next guest on the line. And before I introduce him, we're going to make sure everybody can hear him. So say hello, Mr. Barry Papik. Hey, how you doing, everybody? There you go. You got to, like, love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented acting coach, teacher, and actor, Mr. Barry Papik. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. I am just exhausted from that. Okay, so I'm going to introduce can't, him to everybody. You go quicker Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Welcome to the insane asylum. <laughs> uh, they're all nuts on this program, let me tell you. You come in normal, you go out nuts. Anyway. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Oh, good, I'm glad. It works totally. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. <laughs> Barry, welcome to the show. Good to have you. How are you, Chad? Doing well, thank you. Good. And then we have a chat room full of people from like every country imaginable. So say hi to every everybody. Hey everybody, uh, and hey every country. There you go. And then also uh, say hi to Churchill because he's listening while he's writing something. Mr. Thomas Churchill, how are you, my friend? There you go. You gotta like love Me- it. All right. Meanwhile, Barry, did you see the person that was on before you? No, I did not. Oh my, I'm exhausted. The the piece of ass of the earth. <laughs> Are you allowed Bob- to say that on on air? I don't yeah, know. we can we can say whatever we want. Oh. She makes a Barbie doll look like a bull dyke. <laughs> she had a face on her like an angel, a set of tits like two rockets, a body of death, long blonde hair, and I'm gay. Could you imagine if I was straight? If I was straight, I'd have been whacking off. She was, was a Playboy playmate, and and she was also. Wow. This is the Thomas J. Churchill show today because he recommended both of our guests. And so she, she came on, and her name was Suzanne Stokes, and now you're on, Mr. Barry Papik, and, and, and so right. it's like all Churchill's friends I know, today. but Churchill said he's putting her in two of his movies. You know, he's doing the, the, the uh, producer 
star routine? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, I, no. I have a couch somewhere. I know Mr. Churchill. He's he's an upstanding, fine young gentleman. Absolutely, he That's is. That's true. All right, That's everybody. True. So, first of all, this is the first time I think we've had somebody on who's who who works both sides. Very few people we've had on that you well, know about, at least. Didn't your co-host just say he works both sides? Uh, <laughs> No, but I mean, we don't normally have people and teachers to yes, teach people how to act. We had Lainey Kazan on, and she's teaching right now. Now she is, but back then she wasn't yes, doing she it. She was. She was teaching. Well, she didn't at, tell us about at it. Hofstra University on back Long Island. Five years ago, she wasn't. I'm telling uh, you, uh, darling. I just did her a bio. <laughs> she's been teaching at Hofstra for the last 22 years. Okay, but she, we didn't talk about it then, so we didn't know it. How's okay, that? There we go. We're married, by the <laughs> way. So you can tell that we're going to kill each other in two minutes. So everybody, first of all, you can follow Barry on 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 uh, Twitter. He's at b papic p a p i c k. That's and, right. Uh, uh, I'm going to give a little quick bio so we can kind of like brag about you a little bit before we start talking. And, I love it. Um, He's been teaching actors for 25 years, you guys. i got to put my glasses on because there's so much cool shit here. He's, uh, <laughs> he's coached for lots of cool TV shows, including The West Wing, The Wire, Malcolm in the Middle, Body of Proof, Brothers and Sisters, Burn Notice, which I was on like 10 episodes, um, nice. The Originals, and many more. He's worked with Sean Connery, Jamie Foxx, Anna Paquin, Dennis Quaid. I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Ioni Sky? Ioni Sky, that's right. Ioni Sky. She's a star of... Oh, um, God, Any Say Anything. Say Anything, one of the greatest movies of my generation. Lindsay Lohan, Rob Brown, who, Finding Forrester, is one of my all-time favorite films. Well, thank and, you. Uh, I was the on-set coach for Finding Forrester, and Rob's on uh, Blindspot right now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, he's a great actor. And also Dennis Quaid, Charles Dutton, and Anthony Mackie, who I've met several times, and he's in he's Captain America's like sidekick. I forgot the name he plays. But anyway, so you've worked with all kinds of great things besides... Being in films, tell us a little right. bit about like, do you like dig being like an acting coach? Because like, we haven't had that many people who are so prominent with it. Absolutely, um, we won an Oscar for uh, for Ray um, with uh, Jamie Foxx, and I, I work with Alec Baldwin and a whole bunch of people. And I, you know, I I, I, I was I've been on the onset coach for uh, Gus Van Zandt and for uh, um, Gary Fleeter on the Express. So uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I think it's terrific. So, like, do you take your own advice? Uh, <laughs> well, I have an acting coach myself. Okay. Uh, you know, so uh, when, when need be, I go to her, and she helps me out with uh, with different, um, you know, I always think it's great to have a third eye, you know, to have somebody else who's looking at you and can make some suggestions. Uh, uh, an actor who coaches himself is like an attorney who represents himself, a fool. That's right. Because you're only going to see in the mirror what you want to see, not what the audience sees. So you but need a coach. I think you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, listen, when I look in the mirror, you know, I'm very pretty. So, you know, that, it makes things easy. <laughs> well, but uh, when, uh, you know, but when uh, I have an acting coach, uh, you know, they tend to have a third eye and, and give me some suggestions. I look in the mirror. I see a 21-year-old gorgeous guy with a body of death. It's, uh, it, that's... <laughs> I, that's what I was seeing when I was looking at you also. Oh, really? Mm. You're so nice. Full of <laughs> shit, but so nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's talk about acting now. What kind of a technique do you pull out of your ass when you're ready to work? I mean, if they want you to play a heavy, how heavy do you go? Well, the work that I do is called need-based acting. And, you know, it's based in truth. And, uh, you know, so uh, if they want me to do a heavy, then... 
um, you know, basically it's just like anything else. I, I analyze the script, I take it apart, and uh, I do the work that needs to be done. I think you need minimal work if you're playing a heavy, because you have such a strong face that you could probably scare the hell out of people as a mafia head, as anybody that's in control of other people. You have a very strong Romanesque face. Like when a, you're not smiling, dude, you look like you could kill somebody. I'm really a sweet guy. No, if you go to Italy and see the statues that they have in Italy of all the heads of the, the, the forum people, they all have your look. You look Italian. You have a very, very strong-looking face. So I would cast you always as the strong uh, lead, the guy that uh, – and I think minimal amount of work from you. Just just one look. I, give us a look. He's giving you one already. <laughs> the boss. Yeah, one, one look of disapproval does uh, hours of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and no, it's really good because you have to be able to... I like that, by the way. Years ago, in the 40s, they were taught to give looks, okay? Today, they don't do that. In the 40s, they overspoke each other, which made it real. Today, they don't do that. Mm -hmm. Stan, Stan Zimmerman is the only one that does overlay voice in any productions that he does. And also, Stan Zimmerman, who wrote for The Golden Girls was a big fan of the expressions those women made with each joke they did. That's how it's done. Today, they're flat. They do a joke and they stand there with a dead face. No. Bob Hope used to laugh. Jack Benny used to laugh. Don't you remember how the Red Skeleton... He's not old enough to remember yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that's a little bit before my time. But well, wait uh, a second. Don't you know history of film? Come on, you have to know history of film. Anybody in the business... Well, like we saw... We went to see The Wife the other day. Wonderful. It's a fabulous movie, and like Glenn Close is so good when she's not talking. It's all like looks. You got to like see her, all the expressions her, in her uh, face. Her eyes did the whole script. <clears throat> she was amazing. Well, it's also because the choices she makes makes her so alive. And uh, you know, I, I think acting is. You know, Lee Strasberg used to say, um, you know, it, it's not. There's no great actors. There's only actors who make great choices. And I, I think that that's uh, you know that's what we all have to do. If you've done your homework. Uh, then the rest falls into place. What a good, that was a cool thing to say. That, you know, but just I, said. I, that I know, I, I know of that from years ago. That was a technique. If you studied with uh, Lee Strasberg, that was one of Lee's feelings were, uh, he always believed in less is better. And, you know, one, one gaze can do more than a, a dialogue. So I believe in that. Are you a method actor or do you believe I in method I am a method actor, but I, I think everybody is more or less a method actor. Today, today you have to be, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I was lucky enough that I, I studied with Lee the last three years of his life. Okay. So, uh, you know, and uh, and I studied with Ruta Hagen and, uh, you know, I took... Ruta Hagen! Oh my God, Ruta. Ruta Hagen! I haven't heard that in a long time. Uta. 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 I know. No, I have a sore throat. So now, <laughs> no, seriously, my throat is starting to sound like Please? ours when it's Uta. I said, oh, I, I thought maybe I you were it. thinking Ruta Lee. No, 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 Ruta Lee is my friend. Ruta, Uta, Ruta, Uta came out Ruta, but it's Uta, Uta Lee. That's right. Uta Hagen. Uta Hagen. You got me confused. I know Ruta Hagen. Uta. Uta, but it sounds Uda. like Uta. Uta, you I'm said Ruta like no, ten times. I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, and that's how we say. So wait, where are you from? I originally from New Jersey. Jersey. Uh, I spent most Jersey. of my uh, adult life in New York City. Sure, me too. I'm a New Yorker, babe. You can hear that. And we just I, moved here I, in I, February. I taught, I, I taught acting in New York for a long time and, and uh, basically made my living as an actor in New York for a long time. 
Where did you teach? Uh, I taught at Strasbourg. I taught at the real stage. I taught at um, I, I, the uh, at John Strasbourg's, uh, you know, and I taught at Black Nexus. Okay, so those are pretty good credits. Yeah, he's got great credits. Well, yeah. Look at who we work with. Fucking, I love Anna Packman. I love all the people that you've actually worked with. Yeah, but he worked with. with Alex Baldwin. Oh, Ron doesn't like Alex Baldwin. <laughs> Alex, 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 Alex Baldwin. Today I'm not working anyway. I give a shit about him. <laughs> I'm deliberately pronouncing his right, name incorrectly. I understand for many people that he's a homophobe and he says horrible things about gay people. And I think that's well, wrong. You don't have to understand it. He did it publicly. I, I don't believe that's true at all. But, you know, uh, you know he, he, he is, he's a very sensitive and, and, and very deep-thinking individual. Yeah, I wonder what his sexual background was on Long Island at Exit 54, <laughs> which is called Pickle Park. Anyway, let's leave it alone. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Pickle. so let's talk Pickle Park. That's like where everybody went to get Long picked Island up. Long Island Expressway, Exit 54. All the married men would go there for a little gay action. I didn't know that. Well, now you know that, so does the, <laughs> and so does the rest of the world. So Alec Baldwin was from Long Island. You know, some people that are homophobes usually have a problem. So let's go, though. So, so okay, so you have all these, like, great, great people you've actually coached in acting and everything, but then you've also got a lot of great credits on your own. You're in Nation's Fire, which is the movie we can't wait to see, Churchill's next film starring Bruce Dern and, and Lorraine Landon and a whole bunch of great people. Yeah, I'm and really excited about that. You know, working with Thomas Churchill was fantastic. Thomas is a a real actor's director and a great guy. So uh, I, I had a blast doing that movie and real, I'm really looking forward to it. He wanted me to star in that film, but we couldn't do contract. <laughs> I wanted five, no, I don't laugh. I wanted 5,000 a day. I don't shoot until 10 till five. I want an hour massage in the morning, my own trailer on the set. And, uh, you know, and at the end I wanted like 50%. He didn't agree to <laughs> Which, I, And he wouldn't give you that? No, that cheap son of a bitch. Right? I don't understand. Imagine. I don't understand Churchill, that at all. Churchill, you're cheap. That's why your movie's going to be a flop without me. <laughs> oh, bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. No, it's going to be a hit because all of Churchill stuff works. You know, he wins awards, Churchill. Well, he's because he's, he's, you know, he's a great writer and also a wonderful director. <clears throat> and a dear friend. We like the guy a lot. Absolutely. So, so Jimmy, wait, wait. Jimmy knows him forever. Yeah, I've known him for a very long time. And um, so, like, because you've been in different shows, though, that we've had people on the show, and I always like to bring that up. So it's like our six degrees of separation. But you did an episode of Shameless. We had Laura Wiggins on the show, who's now on. Um, now she's on that. Well, the guys that got canceled. It's our. It was our favorite show. Good behavior. Did you ever see Good Behavior? I right. have not. It's like one of the greatest uh, shows ever with the girl from Downton Abbey. Uh, and um, anyway, Laura Wiggins is she's on wait, that is show that also. Is good behavior coming back? No, I don't think so. Uh, and you should a, watch it though. It's on TNT. You would love it. What a mistake! They're so stupid. The people. And then you're in a movie them. called Lake Effects, and we had Scotty Thompson on, and I love Scotty Thompson. She's I love like, Scotty Thompson also, and, and my scenes are with Scotty. So. Um, she, she's really wonderful, wonderful actress. She's so fabulous. She, she was a, I, I actually met her through Randall Battenkoff because she was in one the movie that he directed and wrote called like 21 or something. It was a great movie and she was in that and, and we loved her. We had such a good time with her. Um, and then you did a movie Sim 1 with Al Pacino, Catherine Keener, Winona Ryder and Evan Rachel Wood. And I met Catherine Keener at a Barnes and Noble and she was so nice. It wasn't even. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she's such a superstar, and like she was just talking to me like no big deal. And and it was. Yeah, really I, cool. I think I was the funniest thing in that movie, but that's just me. That's okay, and but you, but at least it's good credits though to be in credits with all those years people. Ago, yeah. Years ago, I was at a party and Winona whizzed in and whizzed out, and I was taken back by her because she's so gorgeous. 
And what she's gorgeous. But this was years ago when she was young. And you know what I said to myself? Because Jane what Russell Jane Russell was my best friend for years, the legend Jane Russell. And I said, if ever they do the Jane Russell story, they've got to get Winona Ryder. She looked so much like Jane Russell in person, it was mm-hmm. scary. She could she could she had to be taller, but she could play Jane in a minute. I, I don't think, I don't think people know how talented uh, you know, Winona is. And oh, she's the best. Are you wonderful actress. Please, she's well, the she's, best. I mean, she's sitting on top again now, though. Um, so I think that she's going to have a lot of opportunities. You can't keep I good hope down. So. She deserves it. I mean, you know, she is a really talented girl. Absolutely. Wonderful. Would well, you ever see her with the with the Angie? Angie, uh, not Void. Angie oh, and Girls, Girl Interrupted. A- Annie, Angie Jolie. Oh, yeah. Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. That was a great film. I, I loved Girl Interrupted. So right. you were also in Private Parts, uh, Howard Stern's film, Little Voices with Tatum O'Neill, Crispin Glover, Tate Donovan, and John C. McGinley. Those are all like great people to be in stuff with. Um, tw- the 24th Day with James Marsden, Sofia Vergara, Scott Speedman, which those are all big names. I mean, you got it, some Sophia really was like, only 19 cards. at the time. Right. I was going to ask you, what's she like? I-, I love Sophia, but she was just a child at the time. And really, the- that movie was a two-hander. It was mostly Scott Speedman and uh, James Marsden. And uh, a little bit of me and Sophia. That's okay. A little bit's better Remember, than none. Remember, there are no small parts. There are only small actors. <laughs> Lee Strasberg used to say that. Well, <laughs> not only Lee, but I think uh, Norma Desmond said it in uh, her film. Sunset, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard with, with what's his face. Very nice. You gotta like love it. So okay, so you do both. Do you have do you have a preference of which one you do? Well, I, I'm an actor first, and I always will be. Um, I, I love to act and I've been really lucky that I've gotten, you know, to do that in a, a lot of places, you know, um, a lot of films, a lot of television shows. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I always liked coaching just because I like actors. I, I'm really lucky that, uh, you know, I get to work with some of the great actors and, uh, you know, so I, I really enjoy coaching also. But, but I'm an actor first and I always will be. So, okay. Wait, so I have to ask him a question. Okay. What did it feel like? The first day you set foot on your first set for your first movie. I think it was a little intimidating. Um, You know, I I had been in acting school for a while and I had studied with some great, great acting teachers. So I I felt like I was prepared. But, uh, you know, it was always intimidating. And, you know, um, I I always say, you know, working opposite somebody like, uh, you know, Al Pacino or working opposite somebody like Dennis Quaid, Sean Connery. You know, I mean, those are intimidating things. But when you've been studying with Lee Strasberg or you, you can't be more intimidated than you are in acting class. So everything else is, uh, you know, is, is just syrup on the pancakes. Do you believe if the star that you're talking about, let's take Sean Connery, if he's a generous actor, it makes your role easier? Oh, absolutely. But, I, I you know, I, I've been very fortunate. I don't think I've ever met an actor who wasn't generous. I've always met actors who want to be, uh, you know, they, they want to be pushed. They they, they want to be, um, you know, a little bit more interesting than they are. So, uh, you know, I, I've been really lucky. You know, uh, different actors work in different ways. With Sean Connery, you knew that you had to do everything in three takes, and that was it. You know, with Al Pacino, you knew you had, like, 25 takes to do everything. So, you know, it, it's just different ways, different methods. But, uh, you know, it was always great. Is, is, is Rob Brown really cool? Uh, yeah, I've been coaching Rob since he's 15. I think and, that uh, he is so great. 
Uh, he's fantastic. And, you know, I love Finding Forrester. Uh, you know, we did, we did a lot of great work on Finding Forrester. And, uh, you know, I was really happy uh, to be on set. And I love working with Gus Van Zandt. But Rob was 15 when we started Finding Forrester. And now he's on uh, Blindspot and, and, you know, he's in his 30s. And he's just a, he's a really good kid. Finding Forrester, if anybody, if you guys have never seen it, you have to see it, especially like if you like movies that have to do with like, I don't know, because it has Sean Connery. Anyway, it's a great movie. I don't want to like spoil it. Everybody okay. needs to see it. It's got such a great story. One more question. Okay. Go my, ahead. Daughter, my daughter Deirdre is an actress. And she goes that. And she goes to acting classes. And I said, Deirdre, don't. Either you've got it in you or you don't. You cannot well, you're make... absolutely wrong. No, no, I know. I, I was going to get an argument from you. <laughs> when you are a natural born, such as Angela Lansbury, and the list goes on and on, Betty Davis, uh, Joan Crawford, all the great legends, Jane Russell, these people never had one day of acting lessons. Yeah, but they course. had, but they had what was called star quality, and that showed in film. Clark Abel, Cary Grant, none of them went to school to be, learn to be actors. Of I course. feel that I feel that the ones that succeed with you, as a coach are the ones that have the gift within. I mean, you can get a piece of cardboard and talk to it for hours. It's never going to do what you want. Do you agree with that? No. I, I think you're absolutely wrong. And, uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I could make a great actor, uh, Oscar-winning actor, which I've done, and I, I could make a good actor great, and, and I could make a bad actor good. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a matter of choices, and it's a matter of, you know, each actor, you know, who's willing to find you know, uh, you know, th their depth. And uh, I, I think you, when you look at actors like Clark Gable, I mean, th those, those guys, uh, you know, they, they were all movie stars. They weren't actors. Uh, when you see actors like James Dean and you see actors, you know, like Marlon Brando, you realize that. Uh, well, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're talking now about screamers, criers, and baby boys that act neurotic and insane. Back in those days, they didn't do that because people didn't behave that way. It was called inappropriate. Clark Abel was a fabulous actor. So was Tyrone Power. They all were good actors because if you look at their technique and their style, they were real. Even though they were beautiful stars, they were real. Um, Joan Crawford... And, and I think they all could have been better. And, and I, I why? 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 Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Make, make but you didn't let him finish wait, his point. Make them better by screaming, acting neurotic, cursing, being trashy? No. No, like, about being truthful. You know, certainly no, there's never been an actor that's better than Marlon Brando. And it's not because he screams or he's trashy or whatever you say. Uh, it's because that nobody's ever reached that amount of truth. Uh, you know, uh, not Clark Gable, not, 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 not Cary Grant. Uh, nobody's ever reached that, that depth and that amount of truth before. So when you're talking about great actors... You know, you're talking about, uh, you know, people who are, uh, you know, willing to be honest and willing to be open. It, it has nothing to do with screaming. Uh, it, it only has to, to, to do with, you know, sharing and, and, and sharing what, what's really within, you know, inside you. And, and I don't think that I don't think, you know, the movie stars that you're talking about, like Clark Gable. And I don't think they ever really, truly shared what was inside them. But they are legends, and they will live on forever. Now, sure, James, because because they did what they did at the time that they did it. Well, the same I thing goes for now. Same thing right now. Well, Al Pacino and Brando—they're the same people of the '60s generation. I remember when. James Dean <clears throat> came out in Rebel Without a Cause and how shocked we were to see him cry and scream and yell, Ma! and do all of that. Or Marlon Brando yelling Stella and ripping his shirt. When I was young, that was so like 
oh my god this is like shocking nobody behaves this way look they're putting it on film just like when gable said in gone with the wind i don't give a damn oh my god he said damn so they really didn't have to work with what the actors have to work with today that sort of freedom and that sort of reality so i agree with you on that part but don't you think that see during the depression people were poor so they made all these silly comedies, these these Carol Lombard silly spoofy movies with rich people, you know, gowns and things, and people went to the movies to forget their troubles. Today, I think movies have become so realistic and the subject matter is so sad and down and dark that people go to the films and they don't walk out being uh, happy like you did with My Fair Lady or if you did with, uh, and, with what's the name in uh, Sound of Music. You're, re you're really reaching back. You know what I mean? Well, that's where I'm from. I'm 78 years old. I have a history of film. I'm in, I'm in the business 58 years. My first movie was with Tab Hunter and Sophia Loren. I was lucky enough to be with them in my first Wait movie. Wait a second. I go, go back. Okay, so... So I know. I know the history of film. I've lived through it. Most of these legends have been my friend, and I interviewed them. So I know what they're from. Uh, the I think what he's saying is correct. Wait, they wouldn't that, be wait, legends wait now. Second. Wait a second. I don't think they would either. Oh, Cary Grant would be a legend. He would be great looking. He'd be a pretty he face. You know, no, he, no Cary Grant. No, 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 no. No, Cary Grant had a personality. Faces out there. No, Cary wait, who are you? Wait, wait. Who do you think are like like right now? If you were to go right now and and pick like who do you think are some of the best you know actors out there right now? Well, I, you know, I, I think Johnny Depp. I think uh, Eddie Redmayne. Um, you know, I think Robert Downey Jr. Uh, you know, those are guys who are really you know, doing the work and guys that you believe on screen. Yeah, they're good. Those but are how good about picks. directors? Don't you think it's directors that make these actors what they are today? If the no, no. As a matter of fact, I, I think it's just the opposite. You know, I, I, I'd say for every 10 directors I've worked with, maybe one has really been good. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, and I, I've worked with some of the, the biggest, most famous directors in the business, but I think most directors, uh, you know, let the actors create what they want to create. And, uh, you know, so it really falls into the actor's lap and sometimes the acting coach. What, what do you uh, think of Steven Spielberg? I, I, well, I think he's a little manipulative, but I, I think he's fantastic. I, I have no problem with Steven Spielberg. Well, what do you think of him as a talent? I, I, I think sometimes... You know, I really enjoy the, sometimes the stuff that, that he puts out there. Uh, sometimes I think he tries to manipulate us as an audience. What did you think of Ready Player One? I loved it. Okay, me too. <laughs> now, what do you, now, here's, here's, a, yeah, here's no, a... I thought it was great. And by the way, I thought the acting in Ready Player One was really Yeah, it was really good. Now, here's a loaded question. It's dynamite. You don't even have to answer it. What do you think of diversity in film now with Asians, blacks, gays? lesbians being in film and I'm most of all most you know, of all old people ages well I, you know i'm excited about it but you know obviously it takes some work away from myself but uh, i think the pendulum swings and i i think that uh, you know i i love the fact that there's more diversity because uh, there's more diversity in the world Right. But now it seems to be realism. I mean, I know some people that are casting gay people in gay parts. Only gay people. Straight people need not apply. It's only a gay actor playing a gay person. They want that realism because they, feel, no they feel if a straight person acts gay, it comes off kind of making fun of rather than acting out. Like uh, a caricature. Exactly, of what the person is. Same thing with ethnic. Years ago, the Jewish woman, darling, I'm dying already. I am fainting. I'm schwitzing. Like Fran Drescher in the Vinny. Right. That, that was so stereotypical. Today, they're finding 
actresses that really speak that way, probably from Ocean Parkway, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, listen, Fran is, if you've met Fran, you know that she's really like that. I interviewed her. What are you talking about? Yeah. She came on our show. In a bathrobe with wet hair, she didn't know we were a TV show. She thought it was radio. So there she is sitting in a bathrobe <laughs> with wet hair. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. And, and, you know, Renee Taylor, who played her mom. Oh, uh, I know played, Renee played well. My mom in a movie. And, and Renee's just like that also. I love well, What movie did she play your mom in? Uh, it's called um, oh, She's Happy. It, it was a, 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 God, a feature that really never went anywhere. A lot of, a lot of festivals, more or less. But, but I had a blast. And we, we did a lot of, uh, you know, all our scenes were together. So I, I had a great time with Renee. Renee Taylor is fabulous. But her husband, Joe, was his saint. Loved Joe, the both of them. Guy. Joe Bologna was wonderful man but uh laney kazan i just interviewed her yesterday and laney's a dear friend of mine for 23 years and she's another one that played ann frieda on the nanny and she was like from brooklyn darling we love the nanny we had charles shaughnessy on we've had everybody from the nanny on the show (laughs) and you know you know that laney and and renee grew up together i mean you know they were both at the actor studio together that's right Laney came from a little. We just got the. We just did the interview yesterday. In fact, it's for a celebrity cafe that I write for, and I know Laney twenty three years. So it was an easy uh, interview because I knew everything about her and I knew where to go and how delicate. Like the Frank Sinatra three months of dating, you know, we had to go delicately there, um, and and a few other places. Like when Paul Savino said Laney Kazan had the best tits he ever felt or whatever, we couldn't go there. We had to not, you know, not do that. Yeah, we had Paul on the show, and he used to. Paul date was her. outrageous. Paul, I, 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 I did Paul. a television show with uh, Mira Savino, and uh, well, you know, I was, love uh, her. Actually, it was Mira's first work. Well, Paul is oh, a riot. Paul doesn't give a shit. He says exactly what he wants. He couldn't care less. So on, uh, let's change because we've only got we got four Paul. and a half minutes left to go. So let's say. As an as an actor, you know, if you could have been in any in any film ever in history, what film would have you would like to be in, and who's the one person who you would like to a male and a female that you th- would really like to act opposite that you haven't well, already? You, my my, fav- my my I think my favorite film or my favorite part of all time uh, would have been to do Marty, and I'd still like to do Marty at some point. And I think you know um, Ernest Borgnine won an Academy Award for it, Lee J Cobb won an Emmy for it. And I, I'd love to do the remake at some point. Um, if I could work opposite any actor, you know, it, it probably would have been Brando. Uh, you know, obviously that isn't going to happen anymore. But I, I've been really lucky, you know, because I've got to work with Sean Connery. I've got to work with Al Pacino. So, you know, I, I, I've worked with some of the legends and I've worked with the people that I, you know, I've always wanted to work with. But uh, if I could have done anything, I would have worked with Brando and I would have worked with Cagney. I, I met Cagney once and he was an incredible guy. Well, Cagney, Cagney was a caricature of himself because... Only at the end. Right, because people that knew him, like Doris Day, who I know, said he was nothing off screen like he was on screen. Cagney it's was funny because I said to Cagney once, I said, um, you know, did you ever study with anybody? And he said, Barry, I just got up and did it. And, uh, right. you know, Cagney was a, was a huge personality and just one of, one of the sweetest men I ever met. That's what I was trying to say before. Some people got it, make it pay. Some people can't even give it away. And, yeah, that's and, and again, I, I really don't agree with you, well, but I, I do believe that everybody could be better than they are. I that, think that's be- true. Better, yes. Better, yes. Improvement, definitely. But not the quality of... Listen, I know Angie Lena Jolie since a child. She grew mm-hmm. up in my house. That's John's daughter. 
my daughter Deirdre and her went to school. Angie, I know as a kid, I used to ask Angie, when you grow up, do you want to be an actress? She said, I think so. Angie is the most introverted, quiet little kid in the world, grew up into a lovely woman. She had the talent. I mean, she was an actress from eight years old, nine years old. Yeah, but Angelina, you know, studied a lot. I mean, you know, it's not like, you know, it just came naturally to her. It never did. Yeah, but if you ask her about the studying, she said she fought with everybody because she did it her way. That, that's just the nature of the business. Uh, you know, James is a friend of mine, her brother. And uh, How's you know, he doing? How's he doing? doing? James is haven't, doing great. Haven't seen him in years. He used to come to our house and play also. He used to wear white things. Hang on, you got two minutes. He was so. goth. He used to be goth looking when he was a kid. He was strange. You know, you guys aren't really saying a whole lot of different because he's saying he can make a bad actor good, a great actor Academy Award winning, and you're saying, yeah, you can make him good, but you're just what you're saying is you're not going to turn a bad actor who doesn't have it into an Academy Award winner. So no, no. It's, some people just can't act. I mean, let's no, face but I, it. No, but I can, make a, I can make a bad actor a working actor. Do you and, do like... And I've seen it and I've done it. Do you teach? Like, do you teach on the side? Like, do private lessons? Because people are asking in the chat room. I do. I, I do. And I could be contacted at bpapic at aol.com. There um, you I go. Also teach, I also teach one class a week on Monday nights, uh, you know, which uh, I have a blast doing just because I love actors. But, uh, you know, I do a lot of private coaching. And um, my class is, uh, is just a group of really talented people who are really passionate about what they do. I love it. So everybody follow Barry at B Papik on Twitter, P-A-P-I-C-K. Look for him in Nation's Fire next year. And, and they can check out my website at BarryPapik.com, and they can contact me at BarryPapik at AOL.com. There you go. You got to like love it. Good. Barry, thank you so anyway, much. Anyway, Barry, it was an exciting interview. I don't do kiss-ass interviews. I love your rebuttal. I love your opinions, and I love everything about you. And if I wanted an acting instructor i certainly would choose you but ex i'm academy award you know 10 academy award win yeah, right. I, I, will, I say i'm looking forward to working with you on thomas churchill's movies well I, I, i'll be starring you'll have to you, oh, yeah, right. no no no, no. I, I, i'm always good for a great supporting role I have no 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 i will i, don't I, I instruct them to say the extras cannot speak to me so you will not speak uh. to me. He's going to be coaching you. In my life, but I promise I'll, I'll only say hello. And then I'll anyway, I, I can't wait to share a sandwich with you on the set. Take care, Barry. You're the greatest. I loved your interview. It was exciting. It was good. It was it was stimulating. Usually they're boring fucking things, but yours was really good. <laughs> Thanks, and Barry. Please, fun. please, when you see Angie's brother, oh, he won't know me as Ron Russell. That's Ron Serego. Yeah, you'll have to say Deirdre's dad. <laughs> Okay, so just say Deirdre's dad said, hey, how are you? There you I'll go. I'll tell James you said hello. Okay, Barry, thank, thank you. you so much. Bye Have bye. a good one. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Barry. This was so much fun. Bye-bye. Nice to see you. All bye right, everybody. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, we got Jan Birch coming on. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. And Churchill, thank you. You're a rock star, dude. Everybody follow at Thomas Churchill on Twitter. And uh, we had a great time with your guests, and we'll see everybody next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Oh, you're be wearing, yo. I'm in the hall, you see. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all this outfit. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. British punk, yo, what do I want to